Episode 44. I'm ready to get going whenever you guys are. Um, you want to start with the coaching transactions first then? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Ian, I know you talked about maybe if Coach Bud would be fired, that Rick Carlisle would be the option for the Bucs. He is no longer on the market. He's the head coach of the Indiana Pacers now, which good move by the Pacers. Yeah. I mean... They should have kept Nate McMillan. I've said that a million times, but Rick Carlisle's the was the best option on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. And on the Nate McMillan thing, like the Hawks, they have like a top three record in the NBA ever since Nate McMillan took over. I know. They've lost like 10 games like in the regular See? season with him as the head coach. Yeah. Um, another Bucks guy. Jason Kidd, he's going to Dallas to ruin Luca's jump shot. I, I mean, we've said it many times. I don't get it. I don't get the Jason Kidd hype. I mean, he's proven to be a pretty mediocre coach. I don't know why they think it's going to be any different in Dallas, but Luca really wanted him. I guess Dirk really wanted him. So we'll see. I, I don't think in any world Jason Kidd's better than Rick Carlisle, but I guess we'll see. Oh, neither do I, but I think maybe it'll be better because Jason Kidd was a point guard too. I mean, not better. I don't mean better than Rick Carlisle. I mean better than when Jason Kidd was head coach of the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, he'll know how to work with Luka better. Yeah, yeah. because I'm assuming that Luka's passing game will be even better than it is, and it's already insane. So, Yeah, I mean, we'll see how this works out. I just – until I see Jason Kidd have – success more than 41 and 41 i mm-hmm. i won't well Yadis's assists went way up after jason kidd <laughs> oh i mean if you look at the jump Giannis made from kid to bud i mean it's pretty incredible like he got yeah. a lot better when kid left the whole team got a lot yeah better. the whole yeah. team <laughs> so whatever good f- i mean i don't know how long he's gonna last but i give it Two, maybe three years. Like, what happens if they're no better than Rick Carlisle? Like, Rick Carlisle would get, like, six or seven seed. What if Jason Kidd does the same thing? I just Was it worth it then? Yeah, I, I don't understand how, if you're the Dallas Mavericks, you go from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd and expect any better. Yeah, yeah that's it's, a pretty considerable downgrade. Like, it's, it's, it's – they're, like, totally – like almost polar opposites. Like one is a phenomenal coach and one sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's, I bet you what it is, is Luca's like, this is who I want. I don't care what you guys say. If you want me to stay here, get me Jason kid. Mm-hmm. You know what? And if you're Dallas, you kind of have to say, yes. yeah, then you, so. yeah, you have to do it. You have to keep Luca no matter yeah. what. So. Mm-hmm. All right. This next hire, I actually have some breaking news on this one. So the Blazers agreed to hire Chauncey Billups Friday night. Mm-hmm. And a report just came out that there's backlash to the coaching search and the team fears they won't be able to build a title contending roster that could force Damian Lillard out of Portland. 
I did see this right before we got on. Yeah. Dame to Chicago. Oh, crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, we're also going to get Ben Simmons too. So, and I do not want Ben Simmons in a Great. Bulls uniform. <laughs> You'll play four and five on offense. <laughs> uh, Liam, crazy hypothetical. Would you trade Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday for Damian Lillard? Yes. <laughs> I would not. Uh, I'll get back to you in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right now. Right now. I think we give I, up too much defense. Dame can't it, defend a stick. I think if Portland threw in another piece, then nope, nope, nope. Can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> Two for one. Just <laughs> instinct. Well, What's your what what do you think in instinct? Just yes or no? It would open up cap space, or I'm gonna go no. Yeah, I would go no. I think we give up way too much defense. Yeah. And it the chemistry would just be like awesome. Dame's a good player, like a really, really good player. But the chemistry that like Giannis, Chris, and Drew have right now, I just I don't think you can beat it in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. But do you remember a couple of years ago when like the Dame to Milwaukee was like a, a big thing? thing? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They should have done it then. <laughs> but yeah, um, Chauncey Billups apparently is not a good hire now. So. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say he's I, not a good hire. He's just not proven. Like we don't know, we don't know if he's a good hire or not. <clears throat> he's never coached before. Yeah, I mean, at the time I thought it was a good hire, but I don't know. I guess the backlash is kind of making me second guess it now. But I don't know. I haven't really read the report fully. Did you read it, Ian? No, I didn't. Um, I saw something about fans were upset about like a 1997 sexual assault charge to Chauncey Billups. Mm. I mean, that was a long time. Was it proven? Because um, Kobe Bryant also is is a rapist. Then, yeah. But yeah, but that not yeah, convicted. But, so yeah, like, no, no, I know. I'm saying if if, if it's so is Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah. It's... So is it like? So it was not proven. It was just an allegation, but it never ended oh, in any. Okay, charges. from 1997. From 1997. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Then. Yeah. Sorry. Nope. That one. That one's not passing. No. That that did yeah. not pass the vibe check. Not even close. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think that's all the coaching news we have. Actually, the Celtics hired. Oh yeah. yeah I forgot yeah. to put it yeah. in here. With the Brooklyn Nets assistant, I don't mm-hmm. know his name. Edu something, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Jay Williams with the all-time Jay. tweet. Yep. First black coach in Celtics history. And that's really funny because the Celtics that were what? actually that, Jay that Williams is... tweeted that. Yeah. Oh my. God. And it's actually really funny because the Celtics were the first team in NBA history to hire a black coach. It was Bill Russell. <laughs> and <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. I think there was a guy before Brad Stevens. God, what's his name? I don't know. Doc Rivers, who maybe won a championship <laughs> with the Celtics. They've had six black head coaches. So, and then Jay Williams, all time classic. That tweet was not mine. I was hacked. <laughs> he, like, he did not. He did, he did I can't not. You didn't hear about this. Yes. No, I did I was hacked. Um, and it's that- like, I mean, <laughs> I'd have more respect for him if he was like, my bad. 
I was wrong. Not that he was I was just like, I, yeah, he should have just said, yeah, I just had like a brain fart. Sorry. Yeah, he just really want. He really thought he was doing something there. He was not. He just made himself look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what was going through his head. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't say Bill Bill Russell was a player coach. Bill Russell has like 13 NBA championships. How could you forget about him? Yeah, how do you forget about fucking Bill Russell and Doc Rivers, which was like 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, I, I, he just, he really jumped on the opportunity to be like the first one to say, oh, congrats for the first black head coach, but he <laughs> missed it by a mile. <laughs> like, not even close. Yeah. And then couldn't own up to it. I know. And then on uh, Jalen Rose said, something or they were like on an ESPN pregame show and he said something that Jay Williams like disagreed with and Jalen Rose was like yeah sorry I was hacked (laughs) (laughs) but then Jalen Rose did something just as stupid he said that the U.S. only picked Kevin Love because they're afraid to send an all-black team they've done that like five times an all-black team they did it in 2002 they did it in 2016 so it's like yeah. again, like I don't know I don't, what these I, guys are jumping on. I don't think that's the true at all. No, it's like I think it's because Kevin, Kevin he's the best center in the league. He they picked Kevin Love because he was like, Yeah, I'll go play. Like, yeah, obviously exactly. some of the players that are there, like Drew Holiday's not the best point guard in the league. He's on the roster, it has nothing to do with race. It's just like who wants to play. That yeah, that's literally that's what USA basketball is now. It's just who wants to play. Yeah, it, exactly. So and he was, and he's been on the team before, so they want to fix him with experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's one. It's only one. It's one guy. <laughs> yeah. So, ESPN with two big swings and misses in the, the last Super three Oreo. couple days. There was Super three. Oreo. <laughs> three. Yeah. Uh, first take on Milwaukee, a terrible city. Oh yeah. Oh, that we need to talk thing. about that. that Can we thing. talk about that? Let's do it, dude. Uh, fuck first take. I will. I do not appreciate Milwaukee slander. I love Milwaukee. Then, Obviously, I'm a big Chicago guy and everything. Milwaukee is right up there. Maybe even better than Chicago. For real. Wow. Oh, you hear? I know. Here that's, first. That's <laughs> coming yeah, from me. Um. I mean, and then Stephen A. didn't even like. He got a ton of backlash, and then he didn't even back. He said, "No, I'm not going to apologize. I don't like the cold." It's like, well, you're from New York. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think ass. the cold has anything to do with it. So, oh yeah, God. he said he was rooting for the Hawks and Clippers because Phoenix and Milwaukee are terrible cities. Quote, terrible cities. That's what Molly said. She said she called mm-hmm. them terrible cities. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all agreed, though. The second I had some respect for her, she just loses it. Wow. Yeah. I... I don't know. I will always say that the smaller market teams have the best fan bases. They do. And they definitely have the most loyal. It's not even close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. But also, if it is a Phoenix Milwaukee NBA Finals, we, we may have to get a special guest on the pod. Maybe somebody who's a Phoenix Suns fan. Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. I've been, we were going, I told him before game seven of the Nets series, he's like, He's like, you think the bus can pull this one off? And all I responded was Bucks Suns finals. That's all I said. <laughs> He's like, I like it. And it might be. Hey, 
certainly looking like it the way that the Suns are just absolutely I think yeah I mean, one of those floor. one of those teams will be in there for sure yeah mm-hmm. Suns are now up 3-1 after beating LA in a defensive battle last night ugly and, game uh, ugly yeah. ugly game but that was a grinder game Phoenix Ooh. looks really good yeah they do um yeah De- DeAndre Ayton had such a good game last night yeah he's he's really really good yeah he's uh, like Booker hasn't even been other than game one, hasn't been great this series. So the other guys have really been playing well. Campaign was back. I think Dude, that's why he they makes won. an impact. He makes an impact. Also, Cam Johnson has been shooting lights out. He's shooting like 70% from the field this series. I know I'm getting ready to spend money on that Cam Johnson Jersey. I know. <laughs> it's looking like it's going to happen. I know, <laughs> but no, I mean, I would rather play the Clippers because I don't think Kawhi is healthy or he's going to come back at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's looking like whoever comes out of the East is going to play the Suns. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a little bit worried to play the Suns right now. Same. I've, uh, yeah, I don't want to play the Suns at all. Mm-mm. I was talking to somebody this week who said they would rather play the Suns than the Clippers. I was like, oh, you're out of your mind. I don't think so. Not yeah, right no. now. No. Oh. But the Clippers Suns, just don't scare me. Even though they play the Phoenix close, it's like I I just they don't scare me at all. No, not at all. Like I'm sorry, but Paul George sucks. No, I wouldn't say he sucks. In the playoffs, he sucks. I think that he's I, the I, highest scoring player in the playoffs right now. I dude, he and he's played he the can, most minutes. He cannot perform when it matters. Like the end of what was what was it the end of game three, the free throws, yeah that was game two, that was the alley at the valley, yeah yeah yes yes yes, okay. all time ending Again. to a game by the way, that was mm-hmm. that was perfectly executed, yeah I mean, I shout out to Monty Williams for knowing the rule that offensive goaltending doesn't count if you do it on. An inbounds pass. An inbound. I had no idea. It's because they can't. You can't score, so there's no way that uh, there can be goaltending. And then Jay Crowder just threw a dime. I mean, just a mm-hmm. perfect pass. Couldn't have been better. Yeah, it would have gone in if DeAndre <laughs> didn't <laughs> it touch have. it. <laughs> you know, Suns are good. Um, I don't want to play Jay Crowder again, Liam. I know. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I don't want to play Jay Crowder. I don't want to play Cam Johnson because Cam Johnson just seems like the type, like a Norman Powell type. Mm-hmm. He'll just go off against the Bucks because Milwaukee always has that, and they haven't really had that one person this year. So, yeah. So hopefully, um, LA somehow comes back from three one down, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow night uh, Phoenix wins the series yeah i would assume that's gonna happen considering it's that it's in phoenix yeah uh let's move on to the milwaukee bucks here after they dropped game one they absolutely blew atlanta out of the water in game two so yeah i mean Mm. game one was i it was it was this hawks one game that they were gonna get you think it's gonna be a gentleman's sweep i think it might be it was it was the trey young game 
And we all knew that he was going to have that this series. And I think it just came too early. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I, I wasn't like, I was upset that we lost, but I wasn't too worried because like John Collins was 11 of 15. I didn't think that would happen again. Trey Young had 48. That won't happen again. He usually scores about 30, like 48 mm-hmm. was nuts. Chris Middleton was 0 of 9 from three. That isn't going to happen again. So I, I was like, and we only lost by three. Yeah, so I was exactly. like, I mean, I think the Bucks will be fine. And game two was just domination from start to finish. Trey Young had nine turnovers before they took him out. He, I mean, that pick and roll that he had so much success with, he got the ball stolen from him every time because the Bucks would just literally triple team because, and he yeah. couldn't do anything because he's so small that when you mm. triple team with, Giannis, PJ Tucker, or Chris Middleton, and then Brooke Lopez, he can't do anything because he can't see. So, I mean, they just ate him up for so many turnovers. And yeah, like I said, from start to finish, just bucks were rolling the whole time. Bobby Portis was massive off the bench, six man of the year. You cannot change my mind. And this very well may have been Brooke Lopez's best game in a bucks uniform. I mean, he this was the best I've ever seen him play since like two years ago against Toronto. He was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say the one adjustment that well, the two adjustments Milwaukee made on the defensive end against Trey Young in game two were that Brooke Lopez was came up a little bit more rather than sitting back, which I thought played a big factor in Trey Young not doing so hot, as well as Milwaukee going over the screens every single time at Trey mm-hmm. Young, not under. That, and Jeff Teague didn't play. Yeah, thank God. Well, until uh, it was over, but yeah. he got early minutes in game two and he could not stick with Trey. Like that was bad. Mm. Um, when but it, In the playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks should never have a backcourt of Jeff Teague and Pat Connaughton. That <laughs> no. should not happen. No, no they only need to have like a eight man rotation. Which they do. I'm glad they can expand it a little bit um, this series because obviously it's super nice to have Bobby and Bryn be able to come in and play there just like a couple spurts of minutes, just mm-hmm. get the offense going, but they're both pretty horrible on defense. So you can only have them in for so long. Like when Trey young. So before the series, Liam, I kind of wish we would have started Bryn Forbes instead of PJ Tucker because PJ Tucker is not much of an offensive threat. So Trey young can kind of hide on defense against him. I think if you make him chase Bryn around, like Bryn can get open shots and also just make Trey run around and stay tired. Like, but after these first two games, I mean, PJ Tucker just crashes the offensive boards and Trey Young is so little, he cannot get a rebound over PJ Tucker. So I kind of like, like offensive boards were huge for us in game two. They were the reason we lost in game one on the other side. But so I kind of like that we're starting a bigger lineup just because even if Trey can hide, he can't rebound. Mm-hmm. Like PJ, that one play, PJ Tucker got a rebound over four, four Hawks. I mean, like the Hawks are a small team, really small. So when the Bucks have like, like Brooke was just all over them, they could not defend him in the paint on three. He even at the very first possession of the second half, he guarded Trey Young 1v1 and he forced a shot clock violation. Then he comes down and he scores an and one. I was like, I mean, Brooke Lopez is playing out of his freaking mind right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I agree. I was also I was a little bit shocked that they didn't go with Bryn Forbes or Pat Connaughton to mm-hmm. start the series off, just because, like you said, like Trey Young can hide on defense and like you 
you probably want somebody that Trey Young needs to chase around to tire him out a little bit. But after seeing like the first two games, I think PJ Tucker just brings an energy to this yeah. team that I don't think anybody else could ever bring to the Milwaukee Bucks. Him and him and Bobby Portis just bring so much of like a fight to the team that we didn't have before. And I will say after game one, I was really missing Dante because he gets like eight rebounds a game. I mean, and that was the biggest thing. We couldn't get offensive. We couldn't get defensive boards. And I feel like if Dante was playing, that wouldn't have been a problem. I just really wish Dante was healthy. I think we're okay without him because PJ kind of fills that. But again, like instead of having to bring in Jeff Teague, if you bring in Dante, he's an excellent defender. Like he could do an okay job if Drew needs a break, if Drew needs a break on Trey Young. Yeah, so I really I, wish he was healthy. I wish Dante was healthy too. And he also can add just like 10 points here and there just by hustle. Like he just, um, yeah, I miss him a little bit, but luckily he wasn't, he was the worst starter. So which is saying something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, Cause he's like top five defensive efficiency in the league. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll be a gentleman's sweep. I think Atlanta might get one more at home. Probably in Atlanta. I'm yeah. worried about tonight. I'm nervous. I mean, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to be nervous until it's well, over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was really nervous going into game two. I was like, if we drop both at home, oh, God. I, yeah, I, wasn't... I thought if, if you guys lost this game two, that would have been real tough. I just hope bad. this game two, like, showed Milwaukee, like, hey, if we play like this – Atlanta can't get anywhere near us. Like they can't touch us. Like the Bucks just have to play like good. They don't yeah, have to play yeah. great. Exactly That's what it is. They yeah. played terrible in game one and they lost by three. If they play okay, they'll win. If they play yeah. good or great, they'll kill them. Yeah, that yeah, that's the thing. Like obviously Giannis had a great game one. Um, but like everyone literally every other person on the team sucked. Drew Holiday also had 33. Oh, yeah, my bad. And just sorry, those Drew two Holiday. though. Yeah, two people, all the other guys were horrible. Mm-hmm. Like um game two, Giannis had good game, and then Chris and Drew had a good game, and everyone else played solid. Yeah. And they murdered them. Yep. Like Giannis See, only had to play 25 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I was even gonna say, like, Chris Middleton has not shown up in the series at all. Like, yeah, he, he had an all right game too. Yeah, but... he played okay. He had 15, 8, and 7. So he played okay. But like Combine that with this game one, this series has just been really bad for him after having a pretty good series against the Nets. So the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks only lost by three in game one and Chris Middleton still has not gotten going, like if they get him going and all big three and like Drew, Giannis, and Chris are all firing on all cylinders by the time they reach the finals, this it, I'm not going to say they're going to win the finals, but they're going to be a tough out. Like, I, I'm gonna this, call tonight. Tonight's the Chris Middleton game. I love it. I hope so. Um, I called the Draymond game in Game yeah, Seven. I'm, I'm, I'm calling the Chris Middleton game. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad to see Drew have success in this series after Brooklyn. But I mean, I figured it was gonna happen because nobody on the team can guard him. He is so strong going to the hole. That up and under and one he had was nasty. Also, okay. I. The Giannis spin move, fake dunk, and like Euro finger roll, finger roll was 
one of the best moves of his career so far. I mean, that was so fucking beautiful. <laughs> that was so awesome. And then the whole crowd just chanting Bobby at every second he was on the floor. I mean, <laughs> he's got to just feel so loved by that city. And I hope he does because we we love him. We love him so much. Uh, I do have one complaint of the NBA here. If they're going to call Giannis for 10 seconds on the free throw violation, why don't you call like people stepping over into the lane? Too? Yeah, that was like, a stupid complaint by Atlanta. Yeah. They're like, okay, well, if you want to call yeah. it by the rules and there's a lane violation on every single play. So, yeah, yeah. I, on every single free throw in every single game of in every season, there is a lane violation. Yeah. And also Giannis did speed up the routine for I a game two. Yep. And he shot pretty well. So um hopefully that won't be a problem. I also into the next few games. I don't know about YouTube, but I just don't understand what's the difference if a guy takes 10 seconds at the free throw line versus 12. Like yeah, like I don't I, know. Like other it's, than I, it's just like they don't want the chance of, for him to get the points, I think, mm-hmm. because that's the rule. But again, like it doesn't matter. Okay. Then, then like, you know, if, if you call like every single thing, then the game would take four hours. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like the MLB. Not, <laughs> yeah. It's not <laughs> worth game. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, game three tonight. Um, hopefully when we come back next week, Sunday, the series is over. Hopefully that, that, that would be ideal over in favor of Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie after game one I, and Trey shimmied on the Bucks, I was like, that I think was I, so... wa- I, I was like, I think I kind of want the Hawks to win. <laughs> I know I said that I, I, Trey Young's becoming like my favorite player. Um, I have a, I have a hatred toward Trey Young just for this series. Yeah. I loved him before. I'm going to love him as soon as it's over. But when he's cooking my box, it's hard to like him. When he's shimmying <laughs> on my team, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but if we win the series, looking back, I'm going to love it. He also shimmied yeah. in game two. Yeah, he did. After he hit but that was three. And that was in the first quarter, though. So. Yeah. So I was like, all right, we'll let you have that one because you have eight turnovers right now. So we'll let you <laughs> shimmy all you want. You're down yeah. by 20. <laughs> uh, that shimmy in game one was disrespectful. Like, I, I mean, Bobby just gave him all the time in the world yeah. to shoot. Bobby did not come out on it. I was like, oh, my God. That's why Bobby <laughs> didn't play the rest of the game because he just stood there and watched him dance. <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, let's move on here. MLB, not good. Yeah, no, I mean, jokes. They're, MLB they're stinks. They, they Rob Manfred is probably the worst commissioner in sports history. And that's saying a ton considering that we have Roger Goodell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and it is actually not close. Roger Goodell is a saint compared to Roger <laughs> I mean, he, he really is. Yeah, Manfred is doing everything he can to ruin baseball. Yep. He's doing a great job. I, I, I was going to say he's doing a fantastic job at ruining it. So the MLB juices the baseballs to make it harder yep. for the pitchers. So then the pitchers use the sticky stuff to get more spin on the ball and just more grip. And then to make it fair again, since the MLB mm-hmm. made it not fair and now they're punishing them for trying to make it fair. So now players can just rake again. Which, All the while, while they put no punishments to the Astros. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no kidding. And now there's checks fucking every other inning 
on these pitchers mm-hmm. that just make the game last even longer than it already does. We've seen a ton of them. Freddie Peralta had to change gloves because his glove was uh, okay. not the okay. right that, color. That is bullshit, just so you know. That is not a rule. Yeah, also, I was like, it I've was never the, seen It that. was blue. I've never it was seen a dark that blue. in my life. It was a dark blue. How is it too light? I don't, I don't know. I literally have no idea what that was. Like, I thought he was getting checked for the sticky stuff. And then they made him change gloves because it was not the right color. Like, what? Why does that, that matter? I, the, I, uh, the only thing is, like, you can't have a white glove when you're pitching because it hides the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But, uh, like, uh, that, didn't, I, that didn't make any sense. And then he proceeded to throw seven inning shutout anyways. So fuck yep. the MLB. <laughs> I, I think the best check so far has been Max Scherzer. When that he was the first offered, time it happened. When he three offered, times. And he offered to – he started undoing his belt buckle. Like he was going to drop his pants right there in the middle of the baseball diamond. Sergio Romo did. A pitcher mm-hmm. for – oh, fuck. I don't know what team he's on. He used to be on the Giants. I think he's on the Rays now. No, I don't know. He's not in the race. I don't know what team he's on, but he uh, he had a one, two, three inning. Great inning. The umpire came up to him. He threw his glove to the umpire, threw his hat to the umpire, um, undid his pants, ripped off his belt, threw that to the umpire, pulled his pants all the way down, and lifted his shirt up like uh, Dwight Schrute when Michael asked <laughs> to check him for a wire. That's yeah. exactly what he did. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. It really is. And then uh, Max Scherzer uh, stared down Joe Girardi, the manager who asked for the three checks. And then uh, he got uh, ejected. <laughs> not not Scherzer, Joe Girardi. <laughs> I saw a, a tweet from it that wasn't viral. It was somebody that I went to school with in Nebraska who had a great idea. They should treat these checks as technical fouls. So <laughs> if the manager checks and he's wrong then he gets like a technical foul and if he checks twice and he's wrong both times the manager gets ejected i'm actually kind of like that i that's not a horrible idea yeah it's really not like it because then the manager won't ask to check because he knows Mm -hmm. that nobody's going to use it although somebody got caught today yeah hector hector santiago uh for the mariners against the white Sox, and he got ejected (laughs) yeah so that guy's an idiot like not they're checking you you, you can't use it. Well, did you know? Have you seen Gar- what happened to Garrett Cole? Yeah. So he got ever since today, ever since the MLB announced that they're going to start checking um, pitchers for substances, like this was early on. He went from one of the best ERAs in baseball, and now he's given up like five plus runs every single outing. I guess the only upside is that we can see who's like really, really good. Like, Jacob deGrom still the best pitcher in the MLB. And that's not even close. And he is. All the Brewers pitchers are still having success, luckily. Nate told Dude, me that a couple of the White Sox pitchers were using because they have gone a little downhill. I think Dylan Oh, Carlos, and, Carlos Rodon, definitely, and probably and Dylan Cease, yeah. Yeah, I think he was telling me about that. I definitely know Carlos Rodon did because he would always – so he's a lefty. He would always, uh, like – just like do this, like in between pitches, like on his forearm, like if mm-hmm. he didn't have like visible stuff on it, but I think he was doing the, uh, the rosin bag in sunscreen thing where when you mix those two, it creates something sticky. Well, that's, that's how I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that's how ridiculous this rules got. These players aren't allowed to wear sunscreen anymore. 
You yeah. can't apply it during the game. It's like, Ian, oh. if you're a pitcher, you would be doomed. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Coach, I can't play today. Oh, why not? I have third degree burns on my forehead because the only doesn't allow me to put on sunscreen anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it's fucking so stupid. I, I mean, Rob Manfred just stinks, but he'll be there forever. Yeah, it's it is a joke. I'm sorry. Let them let dude let them let them use the stuff. Also, yeah, then like, let, what's the downside? Yeah, like the pitchers well, pitch a little better. Like, is that yeah the a end little of the better? World? It'll be a little better. Yeah. Well, like, I don't. I, I just don't get the like. Who cares? I don't let know. Let the players if, juice. Let the pitchers yes. use sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. Make baseball fun. I want to see 500 home runs a year. Like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I, I don't know if you saw this, Nick, or you either, Ian, but Tyler Glass, now the pitcher for the Rays, who he did something and he might have to get Tommy John surgery. Yes, and he, he said, fucked up his elbow. He said it's because he stopped using the sticky stuff, so the grip on the ball is different, and it makes him have mm-hmm. to throw the ball harder, which like threw something out in his elbow when he threw it. Yes, he's his season is going to end because Rob Manfred is a bitch. Mm-hmm. And That's he probably will be out the majority of next season as well it's probably like it it's so it's so done and he was a phenomenal pitcher too and the and then rob manfred had the fucking nuts to come out and say oh the first week went very well it's like oh fuck you dude like he's just yeah. such an asshole he's sitting there laughing knowing that he's, he's so he's so America's disconnected pastime. he's so disconnected from like the reality of like what the players do. Uh, it's just so it's ridiculous. Yeah. Once again, it just shows how thankful we are for Adam Silver. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Goat commissioner. Okay. Um, okay. The little bears threw a new header this week. <laughs> the little bears. <laughs> the little bears. I've never heard that before. Yep, they threw a combined no hitter. Zach Davies with six hitless innings to start it off. I know, I saw that. Former <laughs> Brewer. Yep. And then uh, I don't remember who one of the pitchers was, but then it was Andrew Chafin, the dude who looks like a '70s porn star. And then <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, and then uh, Craig Kimbrell, and he, Craig Kimbrell said he had no idea that he was finishing a no hitter, and I he didn't. His he, he was shocked when he found out. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> it's not as cool when it's a combined no hitter, but yeah, but it's still it's very impressive, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brewers are still in first place though in the Central. Yeah, and they won again now. today. They swept Colorado. Dude, the Brewers are good. Yeah, uh, they were down on their reopening day, down three to five, bottom of the ninth, and guess who tied it up. <laughs> Fucking Willie Adamas, two run over. Uh, I mean, he, and then uh, Kesson Hira, who's fine his bat a little bit, hit a walk off. He had a home run yesterday. He had a home run and a double today. Yelich yeah, is gonna... all the way back. I mean, he's yeah. he's firing right now. Yeah, the Brewers are rolling, dude. Yeah, weren't the Brewers down in the bottom of the eighth last night? And then they're like, yeah, I'll just score seven runs. Yeah, they scored yeah. six runs in the eighth. Yeah. Narvarez they... hit a... He just hit a sack fly, but Yelich hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, Avi Garcia hit his 14th home run of the season yesterday. Yep. Willie Adamas has 10 home runs since joining the Brewers. 
That is <laughs> Holy fucking shit. insane. <laughs> Dude, he is so good. He is so good. Oh, well, I want to see what his batting average is now. It was I know it was 190 when he came over. So it's 237. So he's still I think he's batting around 300 still. Yeah, so since joining the Brewers, f- about 50 points up. That is fucking wild. He's he's just so good, man. No kidding. I'm so happy. And we traded two shitty bullpen guys for him. Yeah, it's like, okay, go ahead. Just like when we traded <laughs> that prospect for Yelich. Deion Broxton or something like that. One. Wait, you guys you, oh no we traded Broxton. That, no, it wasn't Keon Broxton. He was there still. Um it was mm-hmm. so, like the number one prospect in the MLB, and they traded him for Yelich. And that guy had never made the MLB and Yelich won MVP that year and then should have <laughs> won the year after that. Yeah. I think we won that trade. Oh, also, do you see that uh Komar got called up to double A? Dude, he did. He did. Really? I saw that on his Instagram Dude, story today. Let's yeah. go. That's crazy impressive. Now, now he's like with people who are almost there with the MLB. That's nuts, dude. Dude, that and he's and he acts. There's a some players after coming back from an injury, they'll play double A games, not even triple A games. Like mm-hmm. if it's a if they came back from like a real bad injury, so dude, he could be playing against MLB MLB players. Yeah, I mean, and spring training invites for sure. He is. It'd be the coolest nuts. thing in the world to see him somehow play in one MLB game. That'd be the coolest fucking thing ever, dude. That would be so sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so super cool for him. Mm-hmm. The the prospect in the yellow trade was Lewis Brinson. Brinson, I have no clue who that is. I didn't Wait, know either, what, but Nate just told me. What's his name? L U I S. Lewis Brinson. Oh, Lewis. I'm thinking of Luis. Silly goose. Brin. Let's see what he has done. Baseballreference.com, greatest. Uh, okay, so he is in. It says Miami. Oh, he's is still he in up? Miami. That's good. No, no, I, yeah, but is he up? It said minor league baseball player when I looked it up. So probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but he's. I think he's played twenty. 28 games in the majors, batting at 221. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's just as good as Christian Yelich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good swap by the Brewers. Yeah, he's up. Or the last game he played in the majors was June 16th. Oh, okay. He went he went one for four that game. At a boy. So yeah. Also, I spelled Lewis so wrong. How does he spell it? <laughs> L-E. W I S. I would have guessed L O U I S. That's how I did. Yeah. Like Lois. L E W I S. That's uh, that's not very common, I don't think. I, I that's like a last name. Really? Yeah. I I would have put L E W I S for Lewis. I just I just feel like I just think of a last name every time I think that. When I hear Lewis, I, I just think of Lewis Mann. And he spelled it L O U. So I that's just kind of what my brain goes to. Oh, that's Lewis fair. and Clark. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, my <laughs> brain does not go there. 
man. Okay. Um, I want to talk about this NCAA World Series drama. NC State, they were disqualified and had to go back due to, I think it was six positive COVID tests on their team. And instead of, like, the NCAA, first off, terrible organization. Like, whatever. But the fact that they would send them home and, like, not give them a chance to compete in the final four of college baseball is just absolutely ridiculous when they're allowing 22,000 fans into the venue. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also – so I have thoughts on this. One, um, NC State should have been more careful. Two, get your vaccine. You're an idiot if you don't. Three – um, it was ridiculous that the NCAA gave no explanation for anything, and they dropped this news at 2 in the morning. And four, they are also not testing Vanderbilt at all after being in close contact with the NC State team. Well, I, I have one counterpoint to that. Four of the six players that got COVID were vaccinated. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. So if you what's the point of getting vaccinated if you have to get tested anyways and you can still test positive? Like what's the upside of that? You, once you get vaccinated, you shouldn't be tested anymore. Cause there's yeah, scientifically zero, zero chance you harm yourself or anybody. So, yeah, no, that's true. If you, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you're vaccinated and you get COVID, cause obviously it's possible that happens with every vaccine, right? Like Chris uh, Paul should have had to sit out. No, he should not. Um, like you can't spread it. If you get it, this was yeah. like, this was proven. <laughs> yeah. Four of the six players were fully vaxxed that got it. And mm-hmm. then again, like they kick them out, but they're allowing 25,000 people with no masks, no tests into the venue. Like where's the consistency there? And also they, they're not testing Vanderbilt. No, they're not. Like that's a little I, sus. it's so unfair. That's a, that's a little State. sus. It's yeah, so unfair to yeah. these kids, especially these seniors who, and NC State were huge underdogs and Vanderbilt, they, Played Vanderbilt close with how many people they have in their lineup? Twelve, their yeah. first game. Yeah. So yeah, they they yeah they had and a they ton only of lost people like out. three to one. They had a ton of people out in the first game because mm-hmm. of this. Wait, so why didn't they just do that again? Just play exactly. Why Ooh, that's some they? bullshit. Yeah, it that's is actually. Bullshit. Ooh, yeah. There's something. There's something going on. Never mind. And, and the worst part was. The next day, the NCAA like bragged about how much like people they yes, had at the, the World yes. Series. Like, don't don't fucking do that. Like, come on. Like that is, like, are they just like that? Like, dense. Like, can they not? Can their brains not comprehend like how moronic they are? Because that, like, that is that is stupid. Clearly not. I, like they are dumb. <laughs> the NCAA just, it's a shit show. That's all I can say for that one. It's that just, is, it's just so, it's just so not fair. They, it's just this. They just don't care about their players at no, all. No, they just care about the money. That's all they care about. They do not give a shit about. You know what would have gotten them money kids. is letting another game happen. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it's seriously, it's it's so it's so bullshit. There is zero reason for that game to not be played. Zero. Yeah, because if they if they played the first one, the two kids can, who yeah. weren't vaccinated who got it, make them sit out. That's fine. But the other mm-hmm. four, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Then why? Yeah. Then why? Why do they have to get the vaccine? Why get the vaccine? Like, what's the upside? 
Like it's yeah. nothing changes. Like literally every other place. If you're anywhere, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to get tested anymore. That's that's like, what's so ridiculous. They shouldn't be. If they're not testing the 25,000 fans, why are the players still being tested? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that group of people, 18 to 22 year old college athletes are the healthiest human beings on the planet. And when mm-hmm. the vaccine's already been rolled out for months, there is no upside to testing. So I just, it, I feel so bad for these NC state kids. Yeah. That the, yeah, it, that is, yeah, it just doesn't make sense having a packed no, stadium, it really having a packed stadium and not testing, um, like supporter, like, uh, fans in the stadium. But then like all these group of guys who have been together for the last, however many months, like you have to test them though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst thing about the NCAA is that it doesn't, it never matters how much backlash they get. It'll never change. Like they're just going to keep being Fox for their whole life. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, you feel bad for NC state. The whole world has got a root for Mississippi state now to beat Vanderbilt, just to send a message like, Oh, fuck you guys. You guys got mm. through. Not Vanderbilt's fault, but it's not just for NC State's sake, be like for them to lose. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, kind of cool. Everybody that went through the Barstool sports book that bet on NC State, they gave Got them their, money, their back. money back. Yeah, and I bet a lot of other places did not do that, but that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, Barstool should run the world. Oh, Barstool also gave those girls their golf tournament. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They said that wherever the golf, the NCAA championships were supposed to be played, they said the course wasn't in correct shape. So they just canceled it. So then they did what? Yep. They just canceled it. They said the course isn't fit to play on because it rained yesterday. So you guys don't get a, you guys don't get to play anymore. Your season's over. Sorry. And then Barstool held the championships themselves and did everything for them. That is the. Oh. Dude, is the NC- what is up with the NCAA? Mm-hmm. For real. I, yeah. We we talked about how bad Rob Manfred is as <laughs> commissioner. Mark Emmerich might be worse. Like, he is worse. Yeah. Actually, yeah, he makes Rob Manfred look like a saint. Holy shit. The, <laughs> the NIL did pass, though. I did see that, yep. Which is big. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme, uh, it was a Supreme Court case, right? Yep. Yes, and it yep. was unanimous. Yeah, nine zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, the NCAA has just had a rough six months between the golf, the baseball, and uh, the women's college basketball tournament as well. Just mm-hmm. absolutely, just. I, think I mean, to be shocking. fair, they've had a rough uh, hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good just, point. It's been a little. Uh, evident yeah lately yeah. like it's been bad it's been really really bad lately mm-hmm. yeah i mean sucks for nc state it um, does really suck for them yeah oh well okay all right it's time for everybody's favorite topic bachelorette all right i'm <sighs> trying to remember last week's episode liam this might be one of my favorite episodes ever Really? I I think Katie has an awesome group of guys. I like almost all of them. 
There's a couple. There's a couple in there who are fucks. But she sent Carl home. Yep. Um, I don't remember the guy's name, but there was the one guy who was like, "Oh, I'm only here to be the bachelor, basically." Yes. Um, he's also a fuck. And then Aaron, I don't know how to feel about him yet. A- Aaron's the one that had beef with that one guy. Yep. At episode one, correct? Yeah. Yes. I don't I- know how to feel about him yet. He makes some good points, but he's also a little bitch. But dude, everybody else, I mean. They just seem like the nicest people. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to get drama from. Like, Kitty is eliminating all the drama from the house, which props to her. Like, that's what I, everybody should. Yeah, that's what I I love that. I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised ABC the producers are like, No, no, <laughs> you got to keep them. Um, but maybe Katie's like, no, I'm not keeping them. Fuck that. Like, yeah. So, I mean, and then they last, this last episode was the one where they had, Ugh, excuse me like the uh like just like the sit around table where they all talked about like their past traumas and stuff yep and it got super deep and then the one guy didn't say anything he was just like oh yeah um my past trauma is that i'm only here to make a name for myself <laughs> and mm-hmm. get famous on social media i don't really care about you that much that was yeah. really what he said which is fucking so shitty like even if that's why you're there Shut up. Don't fucking say that. Don't make it that mm-hmm. obvious. But no, that it was a very emotional. Yeah, episode. I mean, it was I, I I really like this episode. Like all the group dates and one-on-one she's gone on. I really like all the guys a lot. Yeah. So um, I'm liking the season. I'm I don't know who's I have no idea who like a favorite is right now. I mean, I don't like Aaron. I Aaron. I know you said you don't know how to feel about him, but I don't like him. I think he he just seems a little bit like hypocritical of, of himself. I'm more t- I'm more leaning towards the side that I don't like him, but like like I have a bad feeling about him, but I don't know what that feeling is yet. You know, I would agree. Yep. So I we'll think see how there, that ends up. I think there's something worse that's going to happen with him yeah. later on the season. I could see that. Yeah. Like something's going to come out. And the, yeah, the same guy who was like, oh, I'm only here to make a name for myself also said that like, oh, I met somebody like a week before I came here. So why the fuck would you say home. that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's just a fucking idiot. Um, the fucking best part of the episode. Do you remember when that guy walked? I can't think of his name. He walked into the room and then one of the guys made just like a weird ass noise out of nowhere. Did you see this? No, I didn't. It went crazy on Twitter. It literally sounded like a glitch in the simulation. Like this guy just walked in the room. It gets dead silent. And one of the guys just goes, man, <laughs> 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 I'll fucking send you a video after okay. I was like, what just happened? I was, I, I was like watching it on my laptop, not really paying that much attention. I was like, I thought like my fucking uh vacuuming robot like turned on or something i was like what the fuck did i just hear my sister texted me because she was watching too she's like did you hear that i was like yes i did i don't know what that guy was doing it was so weird i'll send you the video please send me the video want me to do it right now yeah do do it right now okay i'm gonna send it through tiktok because i know i have it in my dms there okay all right let me see it I'll send it to, can you send it through Snapchat? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll send it to our group chat then. Okay. 
<laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what was that guy doing? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was like, I was like, what was that? <laughs> I was he, just, he, he was just breaking the tension. That's all. Yeah, I mean, like, I maybe, but he, that if that was what he was trying to do, he's the most awkward fucking human on the planet. Like, I don't. <laughs> that's not a way to break the fucking. Tension. Yeah, no. Just oh. shut up. Like, don't say anything. But yeah, no. I just thought that shit was funny as fuck. I didn't catch that. I'm I'm <laughs> glad you said that. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, me dead. Couldn't I so funny, just so funny. Oh man. Um I think that's all I have for yeah. That episode. Same. Oh, um, I was gonna they haven't started like I think it was last episode they showed a commercial if you want it to be on Michelle's season. They don't have the contestants for that. Like, it's supposed to be coming out here in like the fall. Maybe they're doing The Bachelor and then Michelle's season. Ooh, that'd be smart. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Um, I actually just had a question pop into my head. Nothing. It's all the way back on NBA, <laughs> but it's a ridiculous question. But I'm gonna ask anyways. I'm not asking who the better player is. But was Trey Young going to Atlanta a better draft pick than Luca going to Dallas? Because Trey Young mm. has won twice as yes. many playoff series in his first time than Luca has yet. I, I think I would say yes. Like, is the city of Atlanta better off with Trey Young than Dallas is with Luka Doncic right now? Right now, yes. I think you have yes. to say yes. I mean, I think the Hawks I think that's three yes. games from the finals. Dallas hasn't made it out of the first round. Yeah, I Atlanta put a better team around Trey Young than Dallas put around Luca. Yeah, I think Dallas was really banking on Porzingis being really yeah, good. That and guy. He's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, also, yeah. funny stat: the Atlanta Hawks have been to a conference finals, rebuilt, and been to another conference finals before the 76ers have made it to the conference finals in trusting the process. <laughs> we just want to put that one out there for like a fuck build off. Yeah. Did they make it with coach bud Atlanta? Yeah. To the yeah. Eastern conference finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 15, 16. I want to say I told uh, when the Hawks beat at, uh, Philadelphia in game seven, I texted Liam right away. I said, coach bud revenge series. <laughs> Honestly. No, I huh. just forgot to ask that earlier. And it just, I don't, when Liam said he had a question, it just popped into my head. So we had to go back. It's yeah. all topic. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, all I got for sports. Yeah. Same. Anything else? I was going to say something, but I totally forgot. It's totally gone. Sorry. I have something to say. I bought a homemade. Campaign. A what? Campaign jersey? No. <laughs> I'm the Cam Johnson one. Next oh, okay. campaign. Um, I bought a homemade popcorn maker for myself today off Amazon. And I'm in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the whole nine yards. You have to put in your salt and oil and then put in the kernels and it pops up and makes it in the glass case. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, dude. It was... It I- was it was Prime Day. 
My mom was like, do you yep. need anything? And I was like, you know what? Know yeah. Why. I don't know why it came <laughs> to my head, but I was like, I want a fucking popcorn machine. <laughs> Dude, I love popcorn so much. Yeah, I ate a batch earlier and it was delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. tastes it's so much better than microwave popcorn coming out of the machine. Oh my God. It's a million times better with your own salt and oil and shit like that. It's so, oh, mm-hmm. so good. But yeah, I'm just super excited about that. <laughs> That's all I had though. Nothing too exciting. All right. Um, you don't remember Nick? No, I got no clue. Like not, not even a hint of an idea. I have no clue. I just know for a fact that as soon as I stop recording, you're going to remember. Yeah. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Hey!